Hey listeners and welcome to Am I an Asshole? I thought that we did sort of like a rock up. Well, I did. I mean, you and I really appreciate you going for it because it can be really intimidating to sing such a popular song. So, yeah. You know. I mean, the people know it. The people know the <laughs> lyrics. The, they, the they, lyrics are difficult, which the is lyrics, what? I almost forgot halfway through, but then I really just went <laughs> back Megan. into my memory banks. She is so good. Um, I have thought about this and I've never said it, but um, that we sing that and mm. it's pretty much like unintelligible what we're saying. So if you yeah. were on this, came to this podcast, it was not like we're like, hi, this is Am I an Asshole podcast. We sing that and then just oh, yeah. move on. Yeah, that's a good point. And because nobody knows the name of this no, podcast. <laughs> no, no. Um, but that's okay because um, the, um, I was going to say the Food and Drug Administration. <laughs> what is it that uh, <laughs> regulates the... the um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the Food and Drug F- Administration. F- F- yeah, yeah. Um, no, anyways, the thing that like regulates yeah. like, swears. Yeah, the swear police. The swear police. <laughs> <laughs> the swear police um, doesn't want us to to um, say, say the swears. A-hole. Yeah. Oh, I noticed on our iTunes that I think that it's like now it's M, I, and A just straight up stars until E. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Why? I saw that. I know the swear police. That just the swear police. Yeah. I guess I was like. So, anyways, when you're searching or telling your friends, I guess tell them to just do a hundred no, star. The, the thing is, if you type in asshole, mm-hmm. let's say it as much as we can now. Of course, just to going, show you know. them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you type in asshole, it still returns on the search, but when it pops up, you see a star 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 oh, e. So you can still type asshole. Great. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, God forbid. Yeah anyone say the word or see the word asshole. asshole yeah so as you're noticing right now you don't hear jackie's voice yeah i'm different this is megan <laughs> as you know from other episodes um our social media manager producer executive director executive um, director <laughs> executive producer mm. of the podcast mm. so sad that she's not here because she uh, this episode am i an asshole for being antisocial is very good for jackie perfect because she doesn't she's very antisocial to an extreme just kidding she's like the most outgoing person and she loves people and they're wonderful um but she is ditching us because she's moving this weekend like an idiot like an idiot <laughs> actually we just went to her place and it's awesome so from now on we're going to be recording in the what i titled as the podcast annex because they have mm. like a hundred rooms jackie has been lying to you guys she is wealthy wow no i don't know if she is i've never looked at her bank account i haven't yet She's but, humble, though. You know, if there was somebody that could hack into things, um, <laughs> you'd like to know. Release your tax returns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she just could, that'd be great. People demand it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, listen up, and thank you guys so much for listening. Keep rating, subscribing, all that. Uh, great. Um, all right. Well, I am excited about this episode, which I do say every time, and then I say this every time that I'm ex- that I say that I said <laughs> it. Said it. <laughs> um, but, you know, I like to keep it consistent. Yeah. Um, okay. As you guys know, uh, Jackie's not here. She's just being antisocial. Like, oh my god. Yeah. No oh, boy, you did it. You I, went right I in went, for it though, I went, and I can't go back. No. This oh. this podcast, we stay true. Everything we say mm. is real, and mm. and. And, and good and good yeah absolutely. <laughs> and objectively um, and good in the moment Easy. and you guys, guys. Just see my flaws hi <laughs> <laughs> oh 
sorry. Uh, I guess we have a guest. Um, his name is Justin Morgan. That's his Hi. stage name. Um, Justin. That, that's his stage name. <laughs> Isn't his it? His real name is uh, Oswald Cobblepot. Is it? <laughs> his real name is George Clooney. Oh, that is true. And it is George Clooney. Uh, Justin is one of my besties uh, from back in the day in New York. Um, we were in a sketch comedy uh, group together, weren't we now? Yes. Uh, uh, we were in an indie sketch comedy group together called Kokomo, uh, made of yourself, myself, and uh, former Am I an Asshole podcast guest, Mr. Michael Delisle. He sure, yeah, he was on for being bad at my phone, and I thought I was going to be able to fix him, and I don't think I did. No. no <laughs> Are there um, video clips available no. of your sketches online? Oh, yeah. For our viewership? Yeah, oh, thank you for listenership. asking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are. Are we plugging at the beginning? <laughs> oh, we plug all the way through, baby. <laughs> oh, right, right. Um, no, but he's, you started this, this beautiful masterpiece of a group. I, I did. I went looking for like-minded friends uh, to do weird offbeat sketch comedy that wasn't really necessarily in the vein of what was being taught at the uh, different schools in New York. So like the Pit or the Magnet or uh, UCB. I wanted to do weird things that kind of made us laugh. And it was really funny because we had lots of arguments about what made us laugh. <laughs> like, two of us would be like, this is hilarious. And one of us would be like, I'm Rosie. So, <laughs> Okay, that is true. <laughs> that is you true. You were like the I, hater? I was like, an asshole. I don't know. She was not an asshole. She just, I would say this, every single person in that group uh, was alpha-minded in regards to being a comedian. Oh, uh, yeah. So we were all very much so, like we wanted to achieve the same goal of making people laugh, but we also all had this weird uh, entitlement about what was funny and what wasn't. And that's fair across the board for everybody. There was another guy who was a part of the group, his name was Colton, and he also had a very different opinion on what was funny. And uh, he, he ended up leaving the group. But, it, it, you know, it just, it was interesting. We did some really, really great stuff. I agree. We also have some really bizarre live stuff. <laughs> that will, thank God, never see the light of day. We had a good run. And then I said, my anxiety is getting too bad. I need to move to Los Angeles. And here we are. Yeah, it's so peaceful anyway. out here. Yeah. <laughs> just, really? just forest fires. I think it's peaceful. I used to mess with her. I'd be like, you sure you want to go out there? I heard that, like, you know, California is going to fall into the ocean and it catches fire every other day and stuff like that. That's what we're Did waiting for. Stop it. By the way, perfect impression. No. Um, um, anyway, we're not here to talk about <laughs> our amazing sketches. You could check them out just to Google Kokomo Comedy. There's some really good stuff. Um, we're here to talk about so, uh, being antisocial. Yes. Uh, um, so, Justin, you think you're an asshole for being antisocial. Um, yes. I just um, want to make it clear that by antisocial, we just mean, and I have the definitions. I feel like we haven't done definitions in a while, but I'm going to do it now. Um, like not sociable, not wanting the company of others. And I do not mean antisocial personality disorder, which is sometimes called sociopathy, <laughs> uh, which is a mental condition in which a person can consistently shows no regard for right and wrong. Um, people with antisocial personality disorder tend to antagonize, manipulate, or treat others harshly or with callous indifference. They show no guilt or remorse for their behavior. 
it goes on. Um, but that's not, the, <laughs> that's not what Jeff said. No, no, I, um, uh, how do I say this the best way? Uh, my wife likes to tell people she loves that when she first met me, I was very outgoing. I was kind of a club kid. I would go to bars and I would go dancing at DJ nights and stuff like that. And I was doing stand-up comedy six nights a week in Atlanta. And she really, really loved that person. And that's the person she married. And then now I have tricked her and uh, I do the exact opposite, Great. Which, which is very true uh, to a point. I, I, I recently started therapy uh, because really? I was worried about myself. Yeah. And um, the therapy uh, has revealed that I am clinically depressed and I do have a social anxiety disorder, mm. which is a very different thing, but does uh, have to do with me being antisocial and, and not wanting to hang out with people that I really do love mm. and, uh, and, and really care about. I would instead prefer to do things like um, watch like 12 episodes of that sci-fi show Face Off in a row while my wife is out and about doing things or this morning she uh, went to uh, a, an event in New York called Spoons, Tunes and Booze where you drink booze, watch cartoons and eat bottomless cereal. That's <laughs> incredible. She loves it. She, she adores it. And I won't lie, like I like it a lot too. And to be very honest with you, um, they want me to be a part of their team to help host. Nice. Because some of my stuff before but instead of doing that uh my depression and my anxiety got to me yesterday or this morning and I just didn't get out of bed uh mm. for for several hours and when I did uh I got the apartment ready for her to have friends over so yeah I um I don't I don't know if I like going out to see people right now right. I'm with people but I don't know if I like seeing them you just don't yeah that's not yeah. That doesn't bring you joy. What, no. what do you think makes you an asshole? Why do you think that? Um, because I, I think my wife's right. I used to be the type of person who would, who would spend a lot of time going out and doing that sort of thing. Um, and I, I tend to have somewhat of an addictive personality in the fact that, you know, if I like doing something, it'll, I'll be obsessed with it yeah. for, for a lot of time. And it could be, uh, oh, I'm hanging out with friends that really love comic book movies and comic books and stuff like that. So I'm going to do that. Or, oh, I, I really got into watching movies. So I'm going to do that. Mm. And if I don't have anyone there to be with me and share that with me or who wants to share that with me, then I'll revert into my own little place where I'll be like, am I fucking terrible for wanting this instead of wanting to do something that everyone wants to do. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I also have gotten to the point where I do get weird around people that I care about because of political affiliations and how much they drink and what they do. And those are variables that I can't control ever. These are all friends. These are all people that I, that I know and that I appreciate. And um, they scare me sometimes to yeah. make it as easy as I can say it. Yeah. So I, I think the best thing for me to do and a lot of those situations is to just uh, remove myself from the situation and try and find some some peace for myself. Oh, yeah. I mean, and we'll get into some more of that kind of stuff when we bring Truman on, um, you know, the depression and the uh, social anxiety and stuff. But I'm like, because I definitely know that that 
is, I mean, that's the reason why you wouldn't want to like join other people. But I mean, like on the lighter side, not to just be like, Ugh, whatever, all that sentimental stuff you just said and all that <laughs> deep, deep, real, real stuff. But I want to talk about sometimes I'm old and I just don't want to go out. Sure, um, sure, sure. No, I've no, done, no. That is, ooh, that's a lot of things right now in my head too. Like yeah. I can't, uh, it's one of the reasons why I got rid of every social media feed that I have. Like this is going to be one of those episodes of your podcast where you're going to be and you can follow justin on the streets of new york if yeah. you see him. that's your option follow yeah we always endorse yeah. talking no i mean i was i am 34 so um Not i true. no 20 23 um 26 seven something um no but i uh i saw a meme the other day and i thought it was funny because i think it's true um it said it was on betches and it said to plug betches um used to sneak out my house to go to parties. Now I sneak out of parties to go to my house. Um, <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah. I just feel like there's like a certain, I mean, because it's exhausting to be around people all the time. I mean, I would say that I am, I don't know about you, Megan, but I don't think I'm antisocial. In fact, I think I get anxiety from not doing things. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I feel the same way. Yeah. And well, sometimes I feel like, getting over the hump of getting out the door is really difficult. But then every time I'm out there and I'm like talking to <laughs> anybody who looks at me. Great. Then yeah, I, she's very uh, desperate. Yeah. yeah. It's Extremely, gross. Extremely not like a, you know, no, the end gross. game isn't always <laughs> evil. Um, right. Sometimes oh, I just so want to talk to a human, yeah, you know? Yeah, yep. And every time I get out the door, then I love it. I love talking to people. Right. I love. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's just it. <laughs> That's, she just loves talking to people. I just people. like to chit-chat, you know? She did say that she tricked an Uber driver into giving her a free ride last night. Yeah. So when she gets out, she gets fun. Yeah. Uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, but yeah, I, I made friends with him at the mac and cheese truck just by talking to the stranger. Granted, yeah. I was pretty drunk. You were drunk, yeah. You can admit, you can say drunk on our podcast. Drunk. Yeah, <laughs> it's allowed. You can, you can bleep drunk. it out. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll definitely be out drunk for sure. <laughs> um, that's nasty and uh, a sin. Um. No, but I, I do feel like, I mean, the antisocial thing, like, I, I feel like it's sort of unfair because from coming from someone else, like watching someone, you know, like in, in Kelly's case or whatever, like, or mine, seeing someone who does want to go out and seeing someone who doesn't want to, it's easy if you don't like really talk to them about what's going on in their brain, yeah. that you're just like, you, you just don't want to hang out with me or you just don't want to yeah. have fun or you just want, I'm not saying like, I'm not going to bring Kelly into this, but like for me, you know, like I even being like, um, yeah, like you, it's, you can take it personally. Or if someone is like sitting there with social anxiety, but you don't know. And it, and that's when I'm always like that fucking cool girl ass bitch. Like oh, she's yeah. just trying to, and it's mm. like, maybe she's having crippling yeah. social anxiety. Well, and, and it's, it's not always, I will say this. It's not always, you know, just uh, situations like that where it's, you're being antisocial, Sometimes it does refer to like, uh, oh, I, I can't get out of bed today. I don't want to go to work because the intensity of everything is what it is. And that's mm -hmm. a little bit too much. I, I will be, I, I'm, I'm going to bring some real truth to you and come out on Front Street right now. And I'm going to tell you a secret yeah. about Kokomo, believe it or not, that I don't know that you, if you know. Oh, God. When we did the Kokomo show show at um, the Creek in the Cave, Mm -hmm. There were several times when I just couldn't make it to shows and I made up excuses. And those were lies that I made up for the fact that I had 
really high anxiety about performing in front of a room of no one with two of my friends at 1130 at night. Some nights I I had a really hard time and I was going through a lot of rough stuff Mm. when I should have been thinking of jokes like how we sell Mikey semen on stage and stuff. (laughs) Like that was gold. That is a real thing that, that we definitely did. And it crushed. I don't know, because there was only one person in the audience at the time. <laughs> and also, that person, that we also was. did a show where everyone, all three of us, jerked off consistently throughout it. <laughs> oh, <time>. yeah. And <laughs> even jerked each other off mm-hmm. at times when we and could. Because we were doing you guys might all be thinking, I don't know why he skipped that. That, that sounds like a great show. Yeah. You know, he's saying that it was because he had, quote unquote, anxiety. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. He fucking just didn't want to participate in that amazing, hilarious sketch. I think it was amazing and hilarious. It and was. I <laughs> very sad that I did end up having days where I was just like, I can't. I, yeah. I can't. That's really, it's interesting to me that you do come from like a performance background because mm-hmm. I've met so many people that are just like, oh, I'm an introvert. And yeah always have been an introvert and that's just kind of like their thing so it's interesting to me that you used to be like very in front of people oh man i I was a children's uh a children's musical theater actor community theater actor i i went to college for theater like all of that stuff so i and uh, when i was very young i had my family who would tell me like you're gonna be a star they were wrong. They're not <laughs> wrong. There's still time. Go to CocoaComedy.com. You'll see. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if it's still going, but I'm just going to continue. It's not exist anymore. Why did you do that? Um, because I told Hang up, hang up. Um, <laughs> I didn't have the money to keep it going. Oh, yeah, you do have to. Because I had to pay for a Squarespace, a domain name, and everything like that. Oh. And like two of the members were like, bye. All right, calm, calm right down. I... I had a, I was going through a tough time, um, but yeah. here I am, and I'm making millions. I'll I'll bring it back I'll up. I'm the host yeah. of a very successful podcast mm-hmm. out of LA. What the fuck with Mark Marin and Rosie Guarino? It's <laughs> the best podcast out there. You can't see, but um, she's drinking very expensive wine out of a um, diamond chalice. Yeah, right and then now. I just break the chalice because who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, I can get another one easy. I'm talking about her cats, it is crazy. Yeah, I I do think it's very interesting, uh, and I sort of want to talk about this with Truman too in a second, um, is the, in, in comedy, a lot of people are like, just look so calm, cool and collected. Mm. And then they get off stage and they like want to run and hide. Yeah. And I mean, that's like, that's, I don't understand how that works. Anyway, it's we'll ask also German, like, there are so many comics that are, you know, heavy drinkers or like, you know, they always have to be high before they go up and right. stuff like that. So Right. It's interesting. It's a weird, weird thing. One of my friends who's a comic, he has very bad social anxiety. And he was talking about like, why do I want to do this? Yeah. Nobody forces you to go on stage in front of people. Oh, but he chooses to do it. Even though he's got this horrible anxiety. I still, before shows, have to jump around because I I feel like poop is going to come out as I get nervous. But And then (laughs) I jump around and I say, we do this because it's fun. We do this because it's fun because I'm just like riddled with anxiety. And, And also, I don't know. I do feel like a lot of people have have like a some form of like social anxiety. Like if any, yeah. I mean, I think. Yeah. Well, again, Truman. I guess we're we'll have to bring him in soon. Ugh. But like, also, stand up is like taking your social anxiety and like cranking it up to the highest. One hundred and ninety thousand. That's degrees. why I'm like. Hang. So why choose it? You know. Yeah. <laughs> why does anyone do it? This little <laughs> this little baby did. 
I, yeah, I am. Uh, I, as of this year, I think I'm eight years into a stand-up comedy career. A lot more storytelling nowadays, but yeah. And uh, I'm, I started off being one of those guys who uh, I wanted to get good. Um, uh, I wanted to get really good. And then after that, everybody tells you the best part of being a stand-up is the hang, hanging with other stand-up comedians. And then I moved to New York and I found out that, yeah, the hang is still there, but it's a little more brutal. Like people are a little more uh, upset about the world and it's less, I got it all out on stage and it's more, I got a lot of it out on stage. I'm going to bring a lot of it back into the back room. And that just kind of, that, that has since sat with me even still now with everything. Like uh, a lot of the big thing with sketch comedy and stuff like that is you go and you hang out after your show. And I've gotten to the point where I don't want to do that at all. I don't want to spend time with people. I don't want to be around people. I don't want them to tell me what they thought was good. I don't want them to tell me what they thought was bad. Yeah. like I left it all out on the stage and I'm done. That's it. I'm I'm ready to go. And I'm oh, sorry to interrupt. No, 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 please. Always. Um I, I'm surprised that you stay in New York and you love New York because that gave me anxiety. Just like walking down the street and being surrounded by so many people. Like I that's yeah. You but you I, love it. I do. I, I like the sense of that's the weird thing. It's almost like loving the cage you're trapped in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think very I very much so like seeing the people. I like that I can get on a train and go somewhere and don't have to worry about an idiot driver hitting me or me yeah. hitting a driver. Um, I, I, and I do very truly mean this. I love the connections that I've made here and the friends that I've made here. And I think, I think my heart would sink a little bit if I didn't have that sort of, uh, that sort of feeling every day like if i if i felt like there was less adversity which i think new york kind of feels like mm. if there was less adversity i'd be like this is like playing mortal Kombat with the cheat codes on like this is just easy <laughs> <laughs> great what i'm trying to say is i don't want to come to la and fuck that whole game up and uh, just be the greatest uh, i I'd see rather, i'd rather live in fear in new york for that all makes time. sense that, that makes sense true. LA is wonderful. I have wonderful friends in LA who do great things. Like my friend Rosie, who's on this, the How Did This Get Made podcast. (laughs) Podcast out there. Oh, Jason Menzoukas is here. He just couldn't, he couldn't, uh, he'll be in a second. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not feeling so good. Yeah. Anyway, um, I kind of, I want to bring Truman in. Truman, are you ready? Yeah. Hey. Hi. Um, so does it sound like Justin is a sociopath? <laughs> <laughs> no, sociopaths actually don't have a lot of anxiety. And a matter of oh. fact, too little. Yeah. Oh, because they don't so have any. Like Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory, right? Oh, with that, he's more autistic, actually. More on the spectrum. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> does Justin seem autistic? I shouldn't joke about that. Why am I? No, no. <laughs> I don't know what. I'm, I'm a monster. I'm, I should cut that out, but I don't think I'm going to. Rosie, you're yeah. beautiful. I'm beautiful? Everyone <laughs> is very, very good looking. Yes, yeah. That's something we should say. That's why more. I do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin used to say I have a face for podcasting. So. Guys, I won't lie though, and I can see this and none of the listeners can see this. I saw Truman first before I saw <laughs> our host tonight. This is one of the most handsome men I've ever seen. I am a married man. I am pointing at a ring on my finger. I have a wife that I love. And if this guy called me today, <laughs> let's it out, I would I might move. I might try. He's he, a handsome fellow. Okay, so 
I guess, I mean, obviously I don't think anyone's an asshole for being antisocial, but um, I think like, is it not the sociopathic kind, but like, is it okay to be antisocial? It's kind of my first question, like out the gates. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that there are a lot of reasons um, why people avoid groups of other individuals. Um, and I think that depression and anxiety are like, I mean, that is, that is definitely a reason. Um, Cause when you were describing like um, some of the things that you used to do, but you don't enjoy anymore. Um, there's actually a name for that, um, you know, in the criteria for depression, it's called anhedonia. So like what it means is that, um, you know, you don't find pleasure in the things that you used to find pleasure in. So like when, when you used to go to shows and all that type of stuff and when, when you, uh, you know, you used to go out with the crowds of people, you know, and, and actually enjoy that, that type of energy, uh, it may be um, kind of a combination of the depression and the anxiety, you know, that are interacting, you know, that, to have that effect. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think that they're also, uh, Rosie, where you were talking about with, uh, you know, just not wanting to go out and something like that. I've, I've been experiencing that. Right. You know, like, you know, like uh, uh, yesterday, you know, I was supposed to go out and like, uh, you know, just hang out with my friends, you know, go and get dinner and stuff. And like, I just didn't feel up to it. Right. And sometimes I feel like the stress that, um, that we have just naturally, you know, just as, as human beings, as adults, you know, uh, it requires some like cool down time. Yeah. Yeah. I've had to actively in the past couple of years, write in my uh, iPhone, like calendar, little chunks that say like Rosie time. And I will always still book over that. Like I, because I would rather it's, I don't know if it's, I would rather be out with people or I feel guilty for not being out with people mm. or like, I don't know, Justin, did you feel like that too? Like you, you didn't want to be out, but then you felt guilty for not doing it. Oh, that's the majority of me do, doing certain things now. Like uh, Kelly and I went to uh, Nerd Nerd Alert. Kelly and I went to a premiere party for Big Star Trek Discovery. And, uh, and I did not want to be there at all. But I love my wife and I want her to be happy. So I do things for her. Oh, you're um, a dream. I don't, want to, I don't want to lose her. She's kind of the best thing I got going. She is. Also, I, no offense, but I would steal her. Wait, and I don't mean... What? She is the best thing I have going, but now that I found Truman. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Glad that I set this up, and I'm yeah. so sorry, Kelly. But that leaves a, a space open for me. If you met Kelly, you would love her. Yeah, I'm in love with everybody right now. I don't even know who to. Oh, pick. she's so sweet. Oh, the podcast triangle has already begun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look what we've done. Um, <laughs> no, but I do feel like I, it seems like it's possibly compounding if, like, you are. Um, you know, have social anxiety by nature and then staying home makes you feel guilty, but you actually just want to do it to recharge. You know what I mean? Like well, that it would make it the anxiety worse. Yeah. And it's a combination. Like sometimes it is just to recharge and sometimes it is because home or whatever it is that I'm doing, whatever I'm currently obsessed with is like a blanket. It, it like, I'll get to a point where I'll watch, like, I, I'm, I watch one Criterion movie, which is a fancy boutique artsy-fartsy movie. I'll watch one French movie, and I'll be like, oh, that made me feel really good. So then, I'm not kidding, for the next eight hours, eight to ten hours, I'll just keep watching those movies, mm. kind of keep that feeling going, because it makes the anxiety and a, a, little, bit of, a little bit of the depression go away. Yeah, is that, is that uh, your... What's it called? Oh God, Radiohead. Is that you know? Radiohead is very much so in the same vein, and Kelly thinks it's crazy because she's like, Radiohead's so sad, and you know, right. and a lot of people say that to me, and they're like, it's so sad, 
And uh, I always think of a meme uh, from a, a movie that David Byrne made called True Stories with John Goodman in it. Mm-hmm. John Goodman in the movie says, I like sad music. It makes me want to lie down on the floor. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Right. Uh, it just means you're doing something odd that is part of who you are. I, I, would, I would listen to the saddest Radiohead song over and over again on my best day. And people would think I'm crazy. But I, and it, it's another weird comfort blanket for me. But that's definitely like comic books and uh, artsy-fartsy movies, movies in general, and, uh, and, and Radiohead are my, are my very big, I mean, I'm wearing a Tom York shirt. Right I knew now. it, you fucking, <laughs> oh God, biggest fans. Um, okay, we were talking earlier about introverts and extroverts. Can you be an extroverted person with social anxiety? I think that um, I think that both of those traits um, they can exist outside of you know any type of, uh, of mental condition. So like, um, okay, if you have like a trait. It's something that, that you're kind of born with. So like, so basically, imagine for a second that that you are born an extrovert, and then um, you know there's a triggering event that that activates you know some type of anxiety. Let's say that you have a gene for it. Um, you can. Because I've seen introverts that act like extroverts, but need cool down time after they spend a bunch of time around people. And a matter of fact, um, so I, I give a bunch of presentations with, uh, with one of my professors, like all across Kentucky. And like, the thing is, once, um, like my professor seems like the most outgoing, just like, um, you know, people person that you'll ever see. Mm. Um, but after these events, she's nowhere to be found. Mm. Because the thing is, she has to recharge. And, you know, there are a lot of speakers, public speakers, um, musicians, even, um, you know, comedians, you know, just, just everyone that, that, um, that has to have that type of cool down time. And it's not because, you know, they don't like people. Um, it's because all of that, that attention, all of that, um, that kind of noise is, uh, is somewhat overwhelming. Yeah. So, uh, it, you know, and, and is that something that, that you feel? Is that something that, um, that, that you experience? Definitely. Um, And I think this is something that Rosie can attest to. Even when I am having weird and rough days, um, there there are times like the party that my wife had the other night. I was fine being the center of attention and being social at the party and making people happy because it was inside my house. But when time came and that flag went up and it said, okay, Justin, you're done. That was it. I was done. Like, and I'm not going to lie, guys. I was fucking killing. I was crushing. Oh my God. I know earlier you said that you were the center of it. You didn't have to. (laughs) But if I don't, no one else will because I'm that good. Um, so (laughs) that's true. He is. No, but, but quite, quite honestly, it's, uh, it's one of those things that I've been told by, by friends before that I'm like Kelly at a party who is, she is the best party host in the world. My wife is absolutely fantastic. She's from New Orleans. So, um, but like Kelly, I tend to, whenever a gathering happens, stop at each person and do something to make them happy. Mm. And I, that's just who I am. And I don't know if it's a need or a compulsion or if it's just something I kind of just do. And I can do it and I can play along and I can have fun and I can show videos that make me laugh on YouTube and play music videos that really blow my mind and I can talk about it. But the minute that flag goes up, I mean, you've been at a party where I've been, where I've done something like that. And then 
when I'm ready to go to bed and I'm ready to say this is over, I came into the living room in my underwear and said, everybody out of my fucking house. <laughs> this is the best. Uh, <laughs> but then it gives me a chance to shine and I don't have to be in your it shadow. Does. Anymore. It does. And Rosie, you don't have enough chances to shine. So we need you more, which is why I'm saying this is the best podcast ever. This uh. American life with Rosie Guarini. <laughs> Thank you. No, but I actually was uh, talking about this earlier, like um, just being born so gifted and charming and hilarious like myself. Um, and once you've developed the fact that you are just going around the room, making people feel good, making people, I mean, in all sincerity, sincerity for reals, I feel the same way. Like you sort of take this responsibility for some reason, because at one point that just was like who you developed into that you have to be the fun person and you have to be the one who's like keeping it fun and funny. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, cause I don't know, there's like an ex an expectation that I guess I'm only creating in my own mind, yeah. but, but like, yeah, if you're not in the mood for that, it's like, that doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't mean you're. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't yeah. mean that you're a bad person. And, yeah. and I think that to the opposite, that, that same um, kind of pattern is reinforced by society. Because yeah. you know, people hear the things that they are saying, and people enjoy the things that you're that you're saying, and they enjoy interacting with you. And so, like, in kind of like a cyclical way, you know, they're giving you that reinforcement, and then you know, you're keeping on doing it, and then keeping that cycle going. Right. So, like, um, it, it, but but it can, um, you know, become kind of uh, difficult. I would imagine, uh, just because, like you were saying, you know, there are days when you just don't have it in you, you know, right. To go and to entertain you know uh, but that cycle is still there and, and so like you, you're still in that pattern and so I, I think that there's there's kind of that that missing element of that reinforcement that kind of may lead to a form of depression yeah. um, because I, I, I think that that also um, there's untreated mental illness um, there are a lot of people that haven't been diagnosed but have developed what's called a compensatory strategy which means that uh, you know, they may not be on medication, they may not be diagnosed, they may not be seeing a therapist, they may not even know that they have anxiety or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but just through um, through different interactions and through different strategies, they've, they've been able to um, kind of adjust to that. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, you know, you see that with um, with people, actually with, with autism as well. Um, a lot of people, you know, you may think, okay, well, they do things a little bit differently, um, but I wouldn't say that they were autistic. Well, they might be. It's just oh, yeah. to it so well that you don't, you can't tell. It's the same thing with anxiety or depression or something similar. Because like um, with people like Robin Williams, um, mm. if he hadn't told anyone that he was bipolar, you know, you, you may not have really known. You may have just thought, okay, he really does great stand up, and mm. sometimes he just disappears. But really, he was cycling through depression and um, and manic episodes. Mm. You know. Yeah, mm. and I. <laughs> I mean, this is sort of going off of that, but like with, I do think that there is a stigma, like you're saying, like, it's that like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like socially presentable or acceptable, like, or like mm. doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Um, and maybe sort of standing out and being like, Hey, I don't feel good in my head or I, you know, I need to take a break yeah. that like, that you're, I don't know, an asshole or like, or is there something, yeah. I don't know. It's just, not, it's not an acceptable thing to, to like ditch out on parties yeah. and stuff like that. Cause it's unfair. I feel. Mm -hmm. Because like, you know, there, there are a lot of different, like, there are a lot of different contexts that go into that, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and you really don't know what's going on in the person's life. Um, and I think that at the end of the day, you know, people do what makes them feel comfortable. And as long as they're not har harming anyone else, you know, in doing that, like, 
you know, I, I don't see anything wrong with, with kind of taking a break and taking a self-care break. Yeah. At the end of the day, everyone is, we're all human, you right. know, and uh, everybody needs that. Yeah. And I mean, I think Justin too, to just like pat you on the back. I mean, no, noticing that you were struggling with this type of thing and, and like realizing that it's something that you was, is, you know, bringing you down and like making you, your quality of life less fulfilling. And, and I think that that's great that you're like, I, I want to try to figure out how I can yeah. adjust. That. I don't think a lot, like Truman was saying, like a lot of people, it goes undiagnosed and people don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it, um, seeing the therapist that I did and finally seeing a psychiatrist and stuff like that, both of those things really helped. I do a lot of journaling uh, mm. to try and figure out exactly what I'm feeling to, to measure my mood, uh, my, uh, what I eat, my social activity and stuff like that to really kind of gauge maybe what triggers it. I'm in a really weird state right now. Um, I haven't been working my day job in mm. uh, over a month. And ever since I got back from my version of a Christmas vacation, um, I, I've just been in this real low point. And, you know, for certain people, they're like, oh, that's just sad. That's seasonal uh, oh. disorder. And that's what it is. And this is, a, this is a weird instance where it's not that, where my anxieties about work are coming into play and my anxieties about finance are coming into play and my anxieties about whether or not I should go out with people and spend money or come into play or whether or not I should spend $150 on a sculpture of a comic book character on eBay, oh which God. like, I say don't do that. Just I can end the anxiety there. Skip. Sure. You should say, don't do that. <laughs> anyway, the stand up comedian who now makes everybody say hello to the thing because it sits under my TV in my oh, room. God. The thing, the character from the fantastic four guys, Jackie would hate this episode. She I, know, I know. I know. I <laughs> know. Hate it. I, I was this close to being like, we should do Am I an Asshole for Loving Radiohead? And then I just feel like if, if Jackie was on, she'd be like, yes, you are. No. Yeah, she <laughs> that kind of stuff. You are yeah, one. Her husband would just hop on and you guys could talk about it and then everyone yeah. would tune out of this. And, and I would hold hands and snuggle and we'd get each other. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, yeah. I have a couple more things I want to ask. So, um, and I meant to bring this up right after we talked about Robin Williams, but guess what, guys? I forgot. So I'm going to bring it up now, even though it seems like kind of out of order, but that's how this goes. You guys see the seams, see the seams. Um, okay. So when I went in uh, to my doctor to try to see if I should start going on some um, antidepressant, anti-anxiety uh, stuff, he said, well, if you, I can't remember, I think it was Lexpro or something like that. Um, anyway, he was like, well, if you take it, cause I know you're in the comedy world, it might um, like he didn't say deplete your creativity, but he said it might affect your creativity. And I'm really curious about that. Like, what is that? How? Well, actually, so, um, so basically what, what, a what Lexapro does, it's called a selective serotonin, um, a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Sorry about that. And what that means is like, so you have, um, two different chemicals in your brain, um, that are linked with depression and anxiety. So you have, um, serotonin, which is basically like, um, the mood chemical. So like if you have low levels of that, um, then your mood is unstable. If you have, um, uh, and then there's dopamine. So dopamine is basically the happy chemical essentially. Mm -hmm. So um, it's linked with movement. It's linked with um, euphoria. So like, you know, your dopamine levels spike, you know, whenever there's like, whenever, I don't know, you're eating something good or having sex or like watching your favorite show or something like that. With, mm -hmm. uh, with serotonin, um, that kind of regulates your mood. So um, if it's low, you'll either be angry or depressed or anxious or something similar. And what Lexapro will do is increase that, that level of serotonin 
um, so that everything levels out. But there's a, there's a problem with that. Um, it's also linked with, with wakefulness and whatnot. So you may uh, be walking through the day, you know, feeling a little bit, um, I don't want to say zombified, but if, if the dosage is too high, then you may feel that way. Mm. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily take away creativity, but in, in, some, in, a, in a small proportion of the population, it might. Um, but oh. there are so many different um, antidepressants and SSRIs out there that like, you know, you can, you can literally find the one that's directly tailored, you know, basically to your genetics. Uh, there's something called gene testing, gene site, um, where you can like just take a vial of blood and like, you know, just see which, which antidepressants, you know, which um, psychotropic meds are best for you. Okay. So then the creativity thing, I mean, I feel like because you know uh, the in comedy and stuff like that like depression and anxiety is seems common but like then you know you also have this thing where i feel like i'm thinking about way too many things all at the same time but then i feel like that's really helpful in yeah. comedy because i mm-hmm. notice everything i'm so very observant so many comics are like that they yeah. want to be depressed they want to stay depressed because it's like well but but we, i believe well, they don't want to get rid of it they're scared right of- Treating right, from pain. Yeah. yeah, right. But I, I think I'm a pretty. I don't think I'm depressed. Yeah. I have anxiety, yeah. but I'm. I mean, as you guys know, so funny. So I think it's okay. I don't think you have to be sad. Yeah. I've been listening to a couple podcasts where they've been talking about that. How like you really don't need to be sad to be funny. <laughs> I kind of want to write a joke about this at some point though, because there used to be this this like Dollar Tree in Chicago that had this mural on the side, and it was like. At age five, Abraham Lincoln lost his mom. At age eight, Oprah, something horrible happened to her, you know? And had all these, like, really amazing people and then all, like, the horrible shit that happened to them. And I was like, wow, maybe, like, bad shit makes you good at things. Dollar Tree? (laughs) It was a... (laughs) The connection was a little off. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe So, okay, so if you go through a shitty things that makes you... If you're super depressed. Abraham Lincoln was like a super depressed right right then, well, you, yeah and what? look at he i mean he did okay from <laughs> justin's like i don't know. <laughs> you've strung well, up in- i was i was gonna make a joke i was like well that makes sense it's a whole bunch of people who are like really making decisions about what they need to survive at a dollar tree like, <laughs> yeah. dude, if they can make it out i'm gonna be fucking okay that's which exactly right i'm on board with i support that whoever like did interior design of that dollar tree fucking figured out life that's good. exactly right everything's a dollar even life-changing advice okay so i mean are you an asshole for being antisocial? i don't think so no. um but i want i want to know um, what is, what are ways that like we can help people and like, I guess like try to understand like when someone is going through like a, I don't want to be out like, because it's, I know like when people have depression, you know, you want to be there for them. Like, I don't, I'm not making sense. Like, well, cause you don't no. want them to only stay in their bed, but I understand it's really hard to get out of your bed yeah. sometimes. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, th- I think that sometimes, um, like I think that it, it, it's good to like, talk to your friends and separate um, kind of what's a self-care day for them and, you know, what's a day when they're completely immobilized. Hmm. So, like, um, if you do have friends that are depressed, you know, um, sometimes people are just taking a self-care day where they literally can't face the world on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes sometimes people might need an extra push. So, like, I think it's, it's all about, um, you know, really talking to your friends and really, like, kind of aligning with, you know, what works for them. Um, and sometimes that, that is an important thing to do. Like, you know, uh, how will I know, uh, when you're struggling to get out of bed and how will I know when you actually need some sleep? 
and you actually do need some self-care time and some me time. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, but I, I think it's mostly a societal problem where we're expected yeah. to, you know, keep going. Right. Yeah. And like I said, Justin and I are just constantly being hilarious and perfect and charming. <laughs> that it's just an expectation it's that we got to let people know. Duty. We need rest. Yes. Yes. Um, and you shouldn't feel bad about that. Right. No, but I do think that like, even though Instagram, Instagram is the worst and it's causing like lots of problems, but I love it also. But the memes, I mean, it is helpful to be like, oh yeah, you know, like. That's relatable. Yeah. Other people have the same feelings as me. Totally. Other people (laughs) want to stay home too. So guess what guys? It's okay. Like we all, you know. Inspirational memes and butt moms. The the meme that you brought up earlier, that, that is nail on the head true. (laughs) I have. Trust and believe there are times when I'm just like, man, what would make this a better night? Oh, I know my PJs. Yes. Um, you know what I mean? Like if I could just go home and, uh, and, and do whatever I do to make myself comfortable. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'd also, I'd also say, and this is kind of weird. I also say this, um, uh, for those of you who know people that are out there who are somewhat like me or you suspect are like me, um, I, I'm very fortunate to have the support structure that I have where I have uh, certain friends that will reach out. Um, and if they know that I'm sad and if Kelly's told them or, uh, or if I've told them personally, which I've taken the accountability to do recently, I've, I've started literally telling people, oh, I'm depressed today instead of making an excuse or lying. Mm. I've started to tell people the truth. Um, checking in on those people. Um, and some, sometimes, you know, you never know. They might say, oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I just needed a self-care day, like uh, Truman said. But sometimes it may be like, I'm in a real bad place and I, I think I may need some help. Mm-hmm. So check in on the people that you worry about and on the people that you love. That's, that's always going to be the thing that you can do. If you, if you care enough to worry about someone, you should care enough to reach out to them and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sure. wasn't that wasn't funny at all. Oh, you fucking <laughs> ruined this. No, I mean obviously like the this depression and the, the social anxiety part of this episode. Like, I mean it is it's a real it's, thing. Yeah. And it's, it's stuff. Yeah. and it's hard to live with. And I think I mean that's why this episode is kind of interesting because there is the just like fuck it, I wanna I just wanna be my PJs, take care of yourself type stuff. And yeah. then there is the um I have a hard time being in front of people. Yeah. yeah. And I think I literally can't move. <laughs> right. Right. And I think it's just being like um aware and open to like, you know, that people are feeling that yeah. That way. And it's not just like fuck you, I don't want to come over. There's like a lot of reasons why people don't I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And and just uh, just one one last thing, you know, because yeah. I know that I know that we're we're pressed for time, but like what what a lot of people don't understand about depression is that the same way that dopamine is linked with uh, euphoria and happiness and all that type of stuff, it's also linked with movement. So mm-hmm. the thing is, if your dopamine levels are low, you're not going to be able to move fast. You're not going to be able to really, that, that feeling of immobilization, it's not just a feeling. Mm. You know, you're actually experiencing that. Wow. Um, yeah, it's linked with both things, both movement and happiness. That's insane. Yeah, that's, it's how the brain is insane. Oh, I, mean, I like, know. This is why we're doing this goddamn podcast because I mean, and we don't talk about this kind of stuff um, enough because it's embarrassing or it's like in the stigmatizing yeah. and all that stuff. So I think it's good to get it out there. And thank you, Justin, for being a brave little boy. Oh, <laughs> no, but I mean, it you is. Were, yeah, that, that takes a lot. About. It takes a lot. 
it's uh it's crazy and i get emotional and i get weird i'm very proud of myself for not crying because i i have been an emotional person since i was a child you're the uh, best I'm proud of that and i can't wait to let my mom listen to this so she could hear uh, uh a, a very qualified and handsome therapist <laughs> weigh in about me so she could understand some things about kind of where i am and and what's going on with me yeah. uh and I just appreciate it, and I'm. Uh, I also miss you a lot, and I, I and I, and I appreciate that you thought of me, and I'm sorry I didn't come in with with the real comedic thunder that I'm known for. Um, uh, I, I don't know what I was saying. I love you, Justin. That's all I know. And I don't know whatever mix you've been made with makes you a really good person. Are you an <laughs> asshole for being antisocial? No, but let's all just check in on each other and understand yeah. that we all got stuff. We all got we things got we things. gotta do. We and all clowns need to rest. Anyway, I'm just going to get off. You can't be the jester 24 seconds. That's exactly what, wow. <laughs> you can write a, a Dollar Tree Why ad. <laughs> Apparently, there is no basis for what, what they want on their ads. <laughs> but Dollar Tree could sponsor this podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you, everyone. Thank we love you. you. Thank you, everyone. I love you, Truman. Truman. Yeah, yeah, we all love Truman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Justin, yeah, we'll find out. Maybe in a couple months, we'll yeah, just a- update you on Truman and Justin's relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. All right. See y'all. Thank you for listening to Am I an Asshole? The one about being antisocial. Are you an asshole? No. 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 If you're, unless you're an antisocial sociopath. Yeah. Then, you know. Then you're, yeah. All bets are off. Even though Justin did say that he did some lying, so I do think he's a little bit of a sociopath. But that's okay. Yeah. Especially when he was mean to me back in those days. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, keep rating, subscribing. Um, we love you so much. Uh, donate to our... All the things that we're <laughs> we're we're gonna send out some stuff, yeah. some crowdfunding. Keep then your we, eyes open, yeah, so that we can continue this podcast because we know you love it and we love it. But we just need there's maybe some help monetarily, so we can just you know um, pay Megan. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, thank you. Bye. Bye.